there, Tavern Goers. Welcome back to Torchlit Tavern. We are a real play. Drinks or dragons? <laughs> no, no, not this time. We are a real play roleplay podcast. We use a D20 system. We no longer are going to say certain words because some companies know what they did. And this is the first time. It's probably been a few months, honestly, since the whole fiasco. But this is the first episode we've recorded since. A little peek behind the curtain. Welcome. None of that really matters because what we do is tell a story on our show. The system is almost not important. Almost. We still like the almost. system. It provides framework. And I don't want to change mid-game. So we are going to play Dungeons & Dragons probably through the rest of this campaign. But if I choose to change the rules, I don't want to hear anything about it because technically... I'm not playing Dungeons & Dragons, I'm playing a D20 system based on old SRD material and I can do what I want. I want to hear it. And Guys, the you first just said I don't person, have to follow the rules. Exactly. The first person who I don't want to hear say shit is going to be Mitch. I've already said it. You did say it. Introduce yourself, bud. Who are you playing today? I am your game master, Jameson Oxford. I am your problematic player, Mitch. I've got, it's been a minute. I play a Deiru, who is a barbarian, playing Halor, who... I play the asshole. Jeff? Uh, yeah. You do do that. You do that indeed. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I play Rayusk, who is a, uh, a homebrew race called a Kreski. And I do the sneaky sneak, and I do the stabby stab, and I do the covert. So look out for that. You can try, but you won't see him. <sighs> and I'm Ryan. Hi, I play Nine. I am a Warforged Artificer. I've got some buds. Sometimes I do the shooty shoot. Sometimes the buds do the shooty shoot for me. And yeah, I'm here to play this D20 system game. Yeah. So last note on that. Um, Hasbro acting a fool. We don't support it. We will not be promoting them every chance we get. We will not be saying certain terms and words. Was bro. Was bro. <laughs> Has been. So you're going to see us try to shift away from certain language. But the truth is, is that... I've been playing Dungeons and Dragons specifically for 20 years. It'll be a hard transition for me, especially because this story is one that I have wanted to tell. This campaign is one that I've wanted to play for nearly 10 of those years. I've wanted to do this story that these guys are so graciously helping me tell. Enduring. Enduring. <laughs> uh, and so I, I'm too passionate about that to make a transition at this point. Wow. But I don't have to promote them i can focus on promoting us and you can promote us by joining our patreon or we're also setting up a what a coffee 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 give us a little bit of cash if our podcast is fun co fuck yourself you i either one uh you can find us by googling torchlit tavern into gmail we come up on all sorts of things yeah we well i haven't made one of those yet but if that's where you want to give me money, we can negotiate. You Listen. know, some people already have their accounts set up there. It might be easier for them. We can talk about it. We can talk about it. We, we still have that. a lot of video content, you know. Oh, we'll so talk like, about it. We'll not... make more video content. Listen, yeah, I'm on the Twitch. We'll make more yeah, video content. Yeah, we're not content. set up we'll for that medium, it. but we can figure it out. Long story short, we love your support. We need your support. A lot of people in the TTRPG space need your support right now. You should Very support times. third party. Third party and these tabletop RPGs that you listen to and watch. They're the real heroes. They're the ones who keep this whole hobby afloat. If you love this hobby, they're the ones pushing it and keeping it alive. Go buy third party. Go support your tabletop RPGs that you watch and listen to. It doesn't have to be us. We're probably not your favorite. 
I'd love to be your favorite. We'll keep working at it. But please, go out there and do it. I know it's hard times. You don't have to give money. Just give us likes and subscribes every chance you get. That's all you need to do. Tell a friend. Yeah. Keep that And try up. a new system. Try a new system. Give it a shot. Yeah. Honestly, I've been looking at new systems, and man, am I excited to try some new ones. Do it. You won't. On our Twitch stream, we might be dabbling in some of that. If you watch us on Twitch, check it out. Maybe, and we have dabbled in other systems on this stream, so it's not outside the question for us to make a transition. It is likely this will be my last campaign with Dungeons & Dragons, unless severe change happens from WOTC. I don't see it happening because things keep getting worse, not better. But that's all a downer, because the only thing that matters is that we're telling a story, and that story begins with what, Jeff? We don't have an OnlyFans. I checked. It begins... With the last time on Torchlit Tavern, Black Powder. 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 Now I'm just thinking of that old movie Powder, but it's like a black guy. Whoa. <laughs> like reverse, reverse powder. Negative reverse powder. powder. Instead of him being fucking stone white, dude covered in blackface, the movie does not go well. (laughs) Per per our court case earlier, it's it's uh, anti powder. It's a pale horse. Okay. Tomorrow, there's gonna be an audit of our businesses. We're gonna go to Cracker Cola first with an inquisitor, and um, if you guys go to the Cracker Cola factory, I would like to know how they mass produce potions so quickly. Salesmen who believe they are the best at their job. Thank God. Yes, exactly who you wanted to talk to. Yes. <laughs> How are you today? Hi, my name's Frank Lee. I have a cart that started this morning empty, and the end of today will be full. Large vat that goes to a barrel, and is, it is dripping like a single drop in every single potion that goes down the conveyor belt. The pipe looks like it goes down into the floor. Use this to break any machines that look important to production. I would say roll initiative, but it's at this point where you hear a voice from behind all of you. Is this a bad time? (laughs) This is a perfect time. The the weak one goes, Ah, kind of. Could you come back and do the audit later, sir? Everybody hears the sound of a cry, a thump, metal things click clacking around the floor, and then the whoosh of a Bunsen burner tipping over and falling on a puddle of oil as Risk disappears into the basement. Help them put out the fire so I can get Frank's attention again. Of course, sir. Uh, Nine runs up to the fire and a hose pops out of her arm and she, she, she casts grease. <laughs> <laughs> as you walk in, one of the things you immediately notice is that this large bottle, essentially, that, that is also wrapped in a steel cage has an apotheosis logo on it. Hmm. Yo. The, that, that horror movie moment of a palm just going up against the liquid. Fucking knew it. Soylent green is people. And in Rayisk's head, he hears in his mind telepathically, Let me out. Rayisk is down below with point one and point two, and they have just discovered the room with the large with a moose. jar. Yes, a room with a moose. A room with a moose. In a jar. <laughs> I'm not that mean. Okay. Is would, what's in the jar put... as big as a moose? Yep. Yeah, it seems to be. It's hard to tell. I will Dude, you go can into put that me in a better. room with a moose. I'll have a great time. I don't think you will. I That's absolutely more will. more up to the moose than you. Yeah. I, I mean, the, if the moose decides to vibe, 
Oh, they'll vibe. It's real, real moose vibe check. Moose are huge. Moose is huge. Moose are not known. So what I will say, Ryan, is moose are not known for vibing, and they are known for being paranoid. You know who? I wouldn't. You know what? You know who's a good vibe? Buffalo. Buffalo Buffalo are known to vibe. I will vibe. Buffalo Buffalo. are known to vibe, but if they choose not to, they too will fuck you up. As as far as really large animals that I like that are also mammals, buffalo and moose are like up there. Anyway. That's what happened last time, so you guys are aware. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in a room, and now I have to figure out how to get me, and likely this, what, it, what I've now learned is a much larger thing than I thought it was. Yeah, oh, I'm gonna... Got it. Wait, it's oh. like twice Ray's size. Can it be a moose? A moose would be close to twice Ray's size. I think size. a moose is like... We sorry. begin episode 21. <laughs> At the Krakakola factory, everything is on fire. Oh no. Not really. They're starting to put out the fire. You think they'll contain it, given enough time, as everything's chaotic and you guys are trying to decide what you're going to do. But a good section of the floor is most assuredly on fire. Uh, people are screaming at Aver, the uh, local wizard at the company, if he has any spells that can contain it or put it out. And he looks at a loss, and apparently... Putting out fires was not on his spell list for the day. As that's happening, Rayisk is underground. He's down in a secret basement room. In a secret room within that basement room. And he is standing before a very large... Didn't mention this well before. A very large vat of a jar. A very large jar that seems to contain some sort of humanoid figure. You guys gotta stop it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Okay. That I'm, was I'm, muting. I'm muting right I now. I had him, I had him. <laughs> Reyes, you're standing in front of a large jar filled with green fluid. It has an Apotheosis logo on it, and within appears to be some sort of giant human figure. You can't see through the Merc, but its hand is easily twice the size of yours. You're not sure if maybe that's a trick of the convex glass that makes up the bottle, but it looks big. Other than that, you can't see through the murky green fluid. As the hand presses dramatically against the glass, shocking you a little bit, you take a step back, bumping into what appears to be another button, and a wall goes down behind you, where you see what looks like a warehouse of these vats. But these have gathered dust, and it looks like they're no longer in use. I look down at point one and point two with confusion and maybe concern in my face. I have I have yellow S-shapes running across my face and body. You two, gather information here. I'm going to check out over here. What the heck is that thing? I, I don't know. See what you can find out. Okay. And I quickly turn and investigate the warehouse. Well, so you roll an investigation check? Yes, a bad one. Nine. Unless you'll give me advantage. No. You roll a nine on your investigation check and you get a glimpse around but all of the jars in there look like they're covered in a layer of dust. You can't see what's in them. But before you take a step, the voice that you heard in your head rings in your brain again. Don't leave. Come back. Let me out. I slowly turn and I go, Are you the one inside the bottle? Yes. Please. What are you? It responds back to you once again in your mind. And you realize that it sounds like it's coming from within the jar as if you are listening, which is strange because it's being transferred in your head. Your guess is that there is interference from the jar. And as you look, you notice that there are runic bindings along the metal framing that goes around this jar. 
So whatever is in here is not just trapped in a jar. It is also bound in some way. I think many things, some of which you would find too frightful. What do you call yourself? Richard Creation. I am called Rayisk. And Rayisks are helpful? It asks, like, in a hopeful tone. I, I am Rayisk. My people are questing. And I might be helpful, but I need more information. Are you dangerous? And how did you get here? I am very dangerous. Do you work for apotheosis? I am of those conscripted by apotheosis, but I owe them nothing but disdain. What of you? Disdain, yes. Free me, and we'll destroy them. I will destroy much, but I will start with them. You are touched by creation, yes. You must help. You know what we must do. What does touched by creation mean? There's like a long silence. I sense the energy of creation within you. It is soon to come out. The burst forth. Do you not feel it? I feel a great many things thanks to the apotheosis. Mostly pain. Does creation feel painful? No. No. Creation feels no pain. Then I have not felt it. This is a lie. Roll a... Roll a medicine check. Roll a gaslight check. Dude, for real? Because I've rolled an, an obscene number of sixes. <laughs> sixes uh, eleven. Four. Eleven? Um, yeah. You don't know why I would accuse you of lying, but you are realizing that you are standing in a medicine factory with a creature hooked up to the fucking medicine bottles. Right. And your whole shtick is painkillers. Um, yeah, but do they make the kind of painkillers I'm looking for, you know? Do you think um, that? I mean, I think part of me's been thinking it, to be honest. I can answer all of your questions. Just let me out. It seems unwise to let you out without getting some sort of name. You wish to know what to call me? Yes, potentially what your race is called. Preferably, in fact, I have too little information. What if you get out and kill me? My name is Pharaoh, and you may be the only thing nearby that I do not wish to kill. I have companions with me. If I release you, I wish them not to die as well. What if you never put out a fire before? It is not that fucking hard. So back up top, companions that he does not wish to die. Uh... What are you guys doing? You haven't heard from Rask in a couple minutes, and at this point, you're kind of just in the way of the fire brigade. Unless Adair's you're trying to helping, be in the way. Adair has been helping by telling the fire brigade what to do. Sure. Are you actually trying to tell them what to do, or are you trying to fuck things up? Uh, he's telling them what to do. Um, it, it's more about just if it's not making about progress. about gaining control, I want a persuasion check. If it's about fucking things up, I want a deception check. Uh, I'm doing whatever uh, <laughs> Mitch has been saying to do. 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a deception check. It the objective is to not get things to to prevent them from getting things under control, but not necessarily to make it worse yet. I want that shit on a fine trigger. And then, well, tell me what you got. Feel the pain, drawer. Oh. New dice. Twenty. Wow, he's still fucking rolling hot rocks. Dirty right. twenty, but twenty. Still, it's hot rocks. Hot uh, rocks. So yeah, they're doing whatever you want. You have somehow usurped Stan Dardguard as the leader of the brigade, uh, with Frank Lee out of the way, you know, and the the other Warforged guard unit is just standing by the stairs. As you're barking orders, it gives you a great view of the person who doesn't have to do a lot. Something catches your eye. As everyone else is busied by your orders, you see the silhouette of something moving across the outside window around the side of the building, up tall, up top on the catwalks that the guards used to used to walk around. Mm-hmm. So that they can get a good they can walk outside and they get a good look as Rask saw in the previous episode. Through one of the windows up there, which are these small slit things, you see what is unmistakably a squirrel, a very large squirrel. And you watch it snake around the building. Would you say dire squirrel? I would say dire squirrel, yes. Very dire. Wow. Very dire. <laughs> very large. Uh, I believe, so large. once the again, best squirrel. there's so no such thing as like any dire animals in, in, in this particular game. Uh, they are definitely a giant squirrel, though. Real big. Also, you've only ever met one giant squirrel in your life, and you call him Squeaks. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. It's moving toward the offices, where you know the Inquisitor is, and Frank. So where's the where's the guard war for at the stairway leading up there, stopping people from going upstairs. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. That being said, it's not hostile to you. It's not like yeah. guns out. It's just doing its job of being a bouncer, essentially, for this zone. I am just... They're just going to do what all officers that think they have title do. Ignore the guard and go upstairs. A very large metal hand shows up at your nose level as you get close. Excuse me, mercenary. You do not have permission to go up here. My Inquisitor wishes to be alone with Frank. And my Inquisitor wishes me to conclude the contraction of this purchase sooner than later. Allow me my business that I may be out of your hair quickly. Inquisitor Wolfgang is of higher rank than Inquisitor Foe. He is in charge of this area. My orders supersede yours. I understand. One moment, please. And then Adaira goes and fetches Nine. Nine, would you like... I would like you to do me a favor if you do not mind. Okay. Please go to the office. The other Warforge will try to stop you. Do as you see uh, fit. So it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna attack me. Well, I, I don't know. Perhaps. It may just try to restrain you. It's a guard. Yes. So it's going to attack me. Well, it's going to stop you from going to the office. I don't know how it is going to do that. Okay. Look, I don't have better plan. Uh, I walk up to the Warforged. There just walks behind nine. The plan is when the tussle starts, just to slip on by. Did you need another cigarette? No, I don't smoke. Thank you, though. Weird. My memory is incorrect. Do you smoke? No. Because you are uh smoking. What? You're, there's smoke coming from your back. Hold on. Come, come over here. Let me take a look at that. My is sensors that do not detect such thing. Roll deception. I, I I support nine. Is it not supposed to function that way? With advantage. There it is. That is a 7 and a 12. Uh, oh. 9 is not a charismatic character. I tried. <laughs> um, well, bad news. Roll decently. Good news. 
Warforged not known for their wisdom scores. At least not the programmed ones. Got a 10. Yes. My systems do not appear to be flagging anything wrong. Can you please look? You must be malfunctioning. That must be what the smoke is from. Come on. It, it turns around fully to look at like a wall to show nine. It's back. You may roll a stealth check to get by. You have advantage. I, I'm going to be sneaky. <laughs> Hang on. Good thing I have advantage because that was a nat one. Fuck. I trip over the robot on my way by. I just double nat one, my guys. Are you fucking kidding me? Wait, am I not assisting this? He I got advantage be. already. I rolled and one he rolled two ones. That's a six. As you uh you think you're slick and you've got him figured out, and this fucking warforged, at right when you like kinda duck around and try to go up the stairs, it just reaches out its arm casually and grabs you by the back of your neck like a disgruntled kitten. This has gone away. This has gone away that I didn't want it to go. As I said, you are not allowed to go and bother. Inquisitor Wolfgang. Hey, uh, I need you to stop moving, so just keep holding him like that, okay? If you move, I might- I don't want to mess up your circuits. Hold on. Okay. And I'm going to roll intelligence really quick. Where's the nearest source of ignition? They're not gas-powered. <laughs> I can correct that. My good friend, that is a 9 plus- where's my int? That is a 9 plus 6 to, uh, shut it down. Alright. I mean, you've got your tinker tools with you, right? I mean, and she knows. Yeah. Nine learned how back in whatever episode in the tent. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it doesn't expect you to have the ability to pull out a screwdriver and pop off the protective cover that a fucking guard unit has to protect its button. You shut it down. But there you are unceremoniously dropped about two feet to the floor as it just powers down. You okay? I am fine. Okay, good. Because he did yeah. drop you on the stairs. Now go. The dare has his oil flask out. It was, yes, yes, the flight. He just sort of puts that back away. Nine, as Adaru goes upstairs, you see a light that blinks on the back of the Warforge next to the button. And as you watch, ten seconds go by, and another light above it turns on. You realize that there are about six lights. Is this a failsafe? Is it going to turn back on? It, it, uh, <laughs> ro roll it, roll intelligence. Okay. <laughs> Uh, that is a 13 plus 6. You think that you have about a minute before it reboots. Okay, I just start ripping shit out of the back. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it is very well protected to pull out to do that. You will need to roll another check. In the meantime... We are on a crazy train. Aderu, uh, you head upstairs, and it doesn't take you long because there's, like, little windows into the office rooms, and you see in one of the offices... Just as you're getting up there, you see in one office is the Inquisitor with Frank. And Frank is sitting there, like, begging him. You can't hear what he's saying, but you just see the pantomime of him being like, don't do this, please stop. You know, just arms waving, and you, you don't know what he's saying. It's probably some version of... He's speaking car salesman. Fellatio, please don't, you know, whatever. I will literally gobble <laughs> your gourd. Please don't yeah. shut down my factory. Please don't shut down my factory. I will be fired. I don't want to explain this to my superiors. Uh, lady listeners, gentle listeners, if you ever use Gobble Your Gourd, you must cite Torchlet Tavern as your source. That is the rules. I don't make them, but you got to follow them. I have not heard Gobble Your Gourd anywhere else, so I back this. In the office next to it, you are watching Squeaks climbs in, and right behind Squeaks drops in Ashlyn. And stranger than that, a eagle flies through 
and your friend Kaleth transforms from that eagle and appears next to the both of them. Fucking office party. Well, naturally I go there first. Yeah, they, they don't seem to notice you yet, but they seem intent to like kick in the door into the next office and they, it looks like they're heading that way toward the Inquisitor. Well, I run to intercept because I want to see what the hell they're doing. Okay. Uh, the door opens, doesn't seem to be locked. No one is here at the moment and they are <laughs> surprised to see you. Um, you watch them all like gather up as a hobgoblin opens up the door to the office and uh, get ready to fight you. Adira needs a quick and quiet way to get them to stand down and he doesn't know what that is so what he opts to do is to buy a couple of seconds and he just pulls out the stag sword in front of them and then holds up the sword in the hand like stop. And then in, in the dude what the fuck moment that that probably causes he's going to pull down his face covering. Adira? What the I... hell are you doing here? Wait, quietly, quietly, quietly. Oh, no. Not him. I am thinking I'd be doing the same thing as you all. What are you be doing here? Kaleth opens her mouth. Well, you see. And then Ashlyn kind of quiets her. He's not one of the circle anymore. Don't tell him. For what cause? You killed Dulf, Thrud, and Sukol. I ain't haven't been seeing Dulf or Thrud in a long time. Well, they're dead. And Sukol, Sukol we know you killed. Sukol didn't believe in me with a choice. Sukul be having come to me saying I killed Dulf and Drood, who I ain't even been having seen. Sukul attacked me. I defend myself. Might make right and all. Well, it's not our choice anyway. She does side-eye Kaleth. Something seems off about the two of them and their dynamic. Kaleth kind of steps forward. Anyway, what the, what the hell are you doing here anyway? Maybe he's not one of us, but he can answer the fucking question. And you can shut the fuck up. Be quiet. They're right there. And Ajayver gestures around the corner. There is. They can't hear of... me. They can't hear me. And she pulls out, uh, like, a staff from her belt and taps it on the ground. They taught me how to do the magics. I'm a druid now. We are passing without trace. I can be hearing you're stupid just by looking at you. Spell or not. And if you be tra- passing without trace, then why I be seeing the squeaks up around the top? Oh, I didn't cast it on squeaks. Damn it! What are you being here to do? This building, not long to be gone from here. Uh... We're getting ready to burn the whole thing down. Ashlyn's like, she's not, you can't tell him. I can do whatever I want. I'm a druid and you are not. And maybe he could help. She is a I, druid. She is a higher rank than we are. Yes, I am. We need to catch an inquisitor. Well, someone who knows what's going on. To catch or to kill? Catch? We're going to interrogate him. Inter- is that the right word? Yes, I think. Wow. I do not know what you mean. If you mean to torture it until it gives you answers, then oh, yes. Oh, torture. Torture was the right word. Yes, but... Alive. Where are you being to take it? These things are dangerous. Back to the circle. You know they have, what did Nine call them, demons inside? Yes. They contain unnatural things of great power. You are aware. Uh, I have been warned, but I'm not kidding. I, I was told not to kill. And you think you'd be ready to transport such a thing? They gave me things to help Aderu. The circle's not stupid, like you. She, uh, she pulls out a crystal and holds it out. And what do you be thinking that is? You're gonna use your magic druid rocks. How long have you been a druid? Two nights, maybe a week, a month? I didn't make it. The high up made it. Ekauk did it. He's good with stonework, you know this. But are you being good with stonework? Can you make the magic rock do the magic it be making for? They showed me how. I tried it on a cat bear. Worked good. And what? And what it be doing? It caught them in the crystal. Fair enough. What are the conditions you need? You have lots of questions and I have things I need to do. And as you said, we are talking too much. Are you going to help or not? 
I am trying to determine what you are trying to do so that I may help you. What Catch else do you need? Catch the Inquisitor! God, you, you don't said, listen! You said that's what your magic rock be fucking for! Yes! I use magic rock, catch Inquisitor, then we leave! You know what? Fine, fine. By, we, by me, one moment. I shall bring the Inquisitor straight to you. I promise, directly. Use your druidic magic. Everything be good. You want the Inquisitor? I bring them here. Inside check? Ah, <laughs> uh, there is 100% going to bring the Inquisitor right here. Okay. Um, roll persuasion. That, that's what I need. Yeah. Uh, anyone who knows Adairu can tell that Adairu is being a catty bitch, and he's about to make a point, and it's probably going to be a bad idea. This is... Uh, the, well, the party wouldn't if necessarily anybody know knows this. you, it's her. So. Yeah. yeah this... <laughs> I don't have time for your shenanigans. You want... Fine. So be it. Adairu opens the door, tucks away his sword neatly, walks around the corner in the hall, and says... Inquisitor, we have intruders! Come quickly, we need your assistance! Oh, you goddamn cat! And Adairu stands sideways up against the wall, points down the hallway towards the room, and bows lightly to uh, the sassy asteroid. May the circle bind you and blast you, you bitch! As you wish. Rask. Ah, yes. We're done with our interruptions. May we continue our conversation? Absolutely. All right. Uh, I rolled insight. Rolled a 16. Sure. As you hear this thing speaking to you, you don't sense hostility toward you. You definitely sense irritation, but it has been calmly speaking to you like like you can reason with it and it, it could be convinced of what you would like, but it has been incredibly withholding. Like it, it dodges questions that you ask it. I know you've been holding back, fellows, so speak plain. What are your intentions upon escape? Speak plain. I cannot speak for my mouth and throat will fill with this disgusting goo. I am trapped in a jar underground, for I cannot know how to calculate how long my intentions are vengeance on those who think they can put me in a bottle. If you work for the apotheosis but do not wish to anymore, know that the answer to your quandary is to open this prison. As, as it speaks to you, and it, like, you get a rise out of it. Your brain itches from talking to it. But also your hand, as I said, that kind of drew you to this location in the first place. The stone mm-hmm. that embedded itself in your palm flares up and irritates and it hurts. On top of that, your back hurts too. It itches ferociously. Fine. I was hoping for more answers. But I'll accept that you will do what is best for you. I have just one more statement, one more request. Once I free you, I will see you. And should I see you again, you will remember this kindness. My memory is longer and older than anything you have ever known. We will speak again. Please, let me. Uh, I look down. Point one, point two. We are opening this 
something wishes to be freed. And we get to work. Nine. Roll me a, a ticker check or whatever the heck we decide is. Int and proficiency, right, with your tools? Yeah, that is a seven plus six plus two. Um, just before that final light kicks on, you get a panel off and you yank something out. And he doesn't turn on, but all of the lights shut off on him. So you're not sure if you have fixed it or just delayed it for now. Uh, I would like to uh, hotwire him. Um, that might take a lot of time, and you are starting to get the attention of some of the people as they start to contain the fire. Do you want to do it anyway? Uh, I will go ahead and close him back up. Oh, damn it, without a there's expert oversight, they're actually getting a hold of things. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, without without you telling them what to do. That being said, it's just contained. It's not out, um... There starts. There, there's actually. It's an oil fire. It's hard as fuck to put out. Yeah, there's actually a lot of smoke, uh, because it's oil and reagent and all sorts of other nasty shit based. It's electrical. It's bad. Uh, <laughs> we definitely all have cancer. You, the you guys up top, in fact, as shifters, smell it f- before anybody else. That this place is filling up with smoke very fast. Also, it's going up to the roof first, towards yeah. the ceiling yeah. first. Yeah, which yeah. Is so they will know where first. you're closer to. I will quickly close the back back up, and then I will position him right in front of the stairs again like nothing happened. <laughs> sure. Uh, what do you do now? Uh, I am... Hmm. Yeah, basically. <laughs> As you turn the Warforged around, and you like give it a little, little dusting on its shoulders and set it there, and it's just sort of like head hung, and then you turn back around, and you see a laboratory on fire. The belts of the assembly line have caught fire and are now smoking horribly so that the room is starting to fill with this opaque haze that is currently rising to the roof, but you can see that it will be filling the room pretty quick. Uh, it looks like they've more or less gotten the fire. They've pushed everything away that can burn, but you see Aver going, there's nothing more we can do about it. There's nothing more we can do. Let's just get everybody out so that we, cause the smoke's going to knock everybody down. Come on, come on, come on. It's, it'll put itself out if it burns for a while. Hmm don't know that I want that. <laughs> should, should someone get the Inquisitor? Fuck the Inquisitor. Uh, the Inquisitor can suck a dick. What about Frank? Fuck Frank too. What about me? What about you? Oh, that's that's that fucking mercenaries unit? Yeah, let it burn. Let's get out of here. Are they getting out of here? They are They are moving to, to leave, yes. Hey, guess what? I'm a hotwire that guy after all. <laughs> there you go. Um... Yeah, so I said smoke, but you are uniquely unaffected by said smoke. Yeah. I believe, yeah, you're immune to that. Suffocation, I don't think, is a problem. Nine's gonna get Suffocation! No breathing! No breathing! All right. Uh, No no joke, it's gonna take you a few minutes. Uh, I might knock off some minutes if you roll really well, but give me... If you give me... if you What do you want to hotwire him for, I guess? I I need to know. I want to make him... My Warforged guard. <laughs> you want him to consider you his. That's war. reprogramming. Yo, girl, yes. elite hacks, mate. That's gonna take a DC twenty-five. A DC yeah, twenty-five. It, I, I know it is within your power, but that is a hard thing to do, especially under stressful circumstances. Given enough time, Nine feels confident. I think that's why Nine would attempt this. But you are trying to do it here, and one way or another, you need to get the fuck out with these guys soon. You have like five minutes tops. So you need to roll me a 25. 
Can I? <laughs> I have the action, the right tool for the job. You do? Uh, yes. Okay, what uh, is that? With, with thieves' tools or artisans' tools in hand, you can magically create one set of non-magical artisans' tools, blah, blah, blah. They vanish when you use this feature again. I want to use them to expedite this process. Is that a thing I can do? Is that a is that a timer involved in that? Is there like like does that take time to do? It says it does. It says one hour. I assume that was for how long it takes for them to vanish. Oh no, they stay until you make a new one. So it's an hour is how long it takes. This creation requires one hour of uninterrupted work, which can't uh, coincide with short or long rest. Boo. Okay. I I did love it, but it takes an hour and. It's a little busted because you could make some real good shit down the road. What I will say, <laughs> roll me the check real quick. Roll me okay. that. Roll me that check. And if worst case scenario, nine will learn something here today. That is a two. <laughs> plus. How did you only get a two? What's your bonus? Uh, plus six. Okay. Okay. Eight. All right. So as I said, you're gonna learn something either way. One of the things you learn instantly is that. This model is much newer than you. And you pop open what you think is like where you can manually adjust settings. And you are confronted what is with what is basically the magical equivalent of a fucking circuit board, which is something way beyond anything you and Martha worked on together. It has been 20 years of renovation, of, of new work that she has put in to these. Innovation. Of, thank you. Of. 20 years of innovation and you don't recognize the programming panel. You think you need a new set of tools for this. You need like a data pad or something to interface with it. Given enough time and back, like if you had access to a new unit, you might be able to learn how to make one, but you can't reprogram him here today. Okay. I'm going to push him over and I'm gonna head upstairs. <laughs> Nine, as you crest the top of the stairs onto the catwalk that leads to these, office, these offices, you see a strange scene, and I'm going to assume that at least a round or two has gone by just to catch Ryan up, and because I find it more entertaining. You can let me know at what point a Deru got involved, but basically, you said that the Inquisitor swept in the room, everybody rolled initiative, and, it sque and Squeaks ran, just barreled into the Inquisitor's legs, and they all started trying to beat his ass. One of the things you immediately notice, this Inquisitor does not seem to have as much magical ability as Vivaldi or Foe has demonstrated. He seems to be fighting them off with hand-to-hand. -hand. But he is absolutely prone and in a bad position. Frankly, he comes out shortly after and gets bitten in the hamstring by Squeaks. This is what you see, Nine, as you crest the top of the stairs. Tell what is going on? Is this part of the plan still? There his face is still uncovered, and he looks at Nine, and he has a big, dumb, asshole smile, and he stand there, stands there and says, Awaiting orders from either group. And he just turns back to watch, because nothing's super out of hand yet. And uh, as he turns back, he makes eye contact with the druid and shifts. Mercenary, help! Of course, sir. Um, who's closest? Roll initiative, first of all. We're all fighting now. You said I rolled initiative already. I yeah, but I you didn't tell me what you got. I assume I got a 20. Me too. Come on, Jay. When in doubt. I'll, gi I'll give it to you. What's your dex? Because he rolled a nat 20 on his own. Fuck. I rolled a two. I have an initiative of five. Nice. Nine. I got a 13. Well, so yeah, he yells, 
Ateru, help! And he's at the top of the initiative with a nat 20. He kips up and draws a cudgel from his side and swats at Squeaks. Striking Squeaks for 10 damage. And then he's going to go ahead and take a swat at Ashlyn as well. He misses Ashlyn. Uh, Frank runs up to the door, goes, what's going on? And sees everything and then runs back into the office. Where he came from? Like, he yeah. ran in. Yeah, right ran back away. into the office. Yeah, he ran away. There is another door to that office. It looks like he's heading to try to go around this. Whatever this is, he's going to try to get away from it. Nine, it's your turn. Uh, I think I am going to barge into said office. Can the clusterfuck I? office or the coward's office? The coward's office. Really? Okay. You move to the left, and instead of going directly into the office that Adaru is in, you move a little to the left and open the door just in time to open it directly in front of Frank. Hi. Um, what, Hi. No, what designation were you again? Could you get out of the way? No. Why? Why, yes. <laughs> They're fighting, and I would like to leave. Uh, I'm going to grapple him. Do I smell smoke? I would like to grapple this character. Roll. That's a nat 20. Oh, right. did real, every, you know, every time you grapple anything, it's so funny. It's weird that you're good at that. Um, it's so strange, especially since she just doesn't. Yeah. So Frank, he did real good, but he's a commoner. And he rolled an 18. Very good for me. I'm going to bear hug this man. Ah, what? Uh, I'm just going to hold on to you here for a bit. OK, I don't really trust you. Uh, 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 Frank Lee is confronted for the first time in his life with an aggressor that he cannot buy or sell. I mean, he can sell her if he can get out of this. Yeah, well, it's unlikely to happen right now. However. <laughs> yeah. There, I got this one. So you watch as Kayla in the other room through the doorway as you yell to Adaru. Adaru, and you see her wave her new fresh little staff that looks a little like Sukal's, but it looks like she put her own little flair on it. Uh, she casts a spell, and plants sprout out of the carpeting <laughs> somehow, and try to grab it. It's a actually, they're like thorny wheat, or they're viney Bramble. mushrooms. Oh, should Yeah, somebody should have really fucking cleaned Drink this carpet. Drink dragon! And she casts Entangle. She casts Entangle and tries to get him. He adds... Yeah, you watch these That makes uh, rough plants. terrain, too, for him. Uh, yes, everybody actually in a 20-foot square. So everybody in that little scuffle so far is in difficult terrain, and they're actually all going to have to roll. He nimbly jumps, so does Squeak, and what's the save? I think they all save. They all immediately jump away. You see Ashlyn yell at Kaleth, Watch it, girl! Sorry! Adero, it's your turn. Uh, so my commanding officer just asked me to help. Yeah, they're all standing in this, this tangle of vines that's trying to grab them. They probably want him alive. They said, that is what they, they told said, you. They said they wanted him alive. Um, and there he's just going to turn to nine. Nine, if you would secure any paperwork, it would be appreciated. Uh, I'm currently securing a man? If you secure his throat, you won't need to control him for long. Oh. That's okay. totally unnecessary. You do not have to... Oh, it, it's somewhat loose. You're not going to die. It's okay. I wouldn't talk so much, though. It's gonna hurt after a while. Just let it go, okay? It's hard. Tell me where I can find important documents. 
Roll I'll intimidate. I'll more so I can talk. <laughs> that. that is a 17. And I don't add anything because I have zero charisma. <laughs> Fuck, though. Uh, frankly, uh, quite intimidated despite that. Just cut, he, at first you see he like points at one corner at a, a thing and then he realizes that you have him by his neck and then he goes and he points over toward a very large, fancy wooden desk. I will head towards it with him still in hand. Yes, yeah. Um, I think that, is there anything you can do with a bonus action? Me? Yeah. I Can I conduct a search? I don't know. <laughs> uh, you, you try, you, you interact with the, the desk and it's locked. What fucking robot? I can't just rip that shit off. Do I need, is that a strength check? That would be your next action. You're, I think you're done. Okay. Where's my stabby a- dice? Ashlyn, who does have dice, and they roll really well, stabs the Inquisitor in the ankle. Oh, okay. I'll stab him next round. The Inquisitor retaliates. <laughs> Wait, did you not? Did you do anything? No, no. I told Nide to, oh, okay. to search, and you gave Nide my round. Oh, I my think bad. baby pickpocketed my dice. I'll have ah! to... Interrogate her about that later. All right, let, me, let me back that up. Nine, you, you do change and, and you choke him and he points it out, but you don't check the desk yet because it's not your turn. That's my bad. That's fair. I can't find the dice. I've been bamboozled. My shit's been lifted. She is slick, my dude. Well, it rolled off a 19 onto a 17, so I need to I need to roll that out, but that's that's a lot to hit. Um. Yeah, that'll hit. So Adiru initiates his rage. And steps into the room, raising up the sword, sort of past his face, and he says, Don't fuck me this time, to the magic reindeer. And uh, he attacks the uh, Inquisitor in the back. The sword flashes with the eerie light and strikes true. That's going to be six normal damage, seven necrotic damage. And then Adara's going to just smack him with the axe, because fuck this guy. The axe did 13 damage. You did 16 because it's also a plus one weapon. Yes, thank you. I forgot about that one. That one was my bad. The last time you swung the sword at somebody, the sword stopped the filth necrotic damage that that leaked out of you in your anger. This time it pumps freely, and not only that, does more. It's a plus one sword. You've attuned to it. So you add plus one to that damage. 16 damage. Ah. The sword seems on board with kicking this dude's ass. She pulls out her uh, rope dart, holds it tight in one hand, and stabs him in the fucking ankle. Uh, and then kips away. Uh, if everybody moved in to the entangle, Aderu, I need you to roll a dexterity save. And she didn't leave, so she's going to have to roll one again as well. What is the dex save for? Uh, the entangle spell that's in the area. <laughs> I mean, what happens if I fail? You get restrained. Oh, I mean, I guess I care. <laughs> that's a 17 Entangle flat. is a full-on restraint? Yeah. That's a 17 flat. Do I need to do math? Oh, sorry. This is a strength saving throw. My bad. That's a 17 flat. Do I need to do math? No, you're good. Her spell kind of tries to grab at you. And once again, you hear from behind you now, sorry. And then you watch as one of the other ones grabs at the other girl and yanks her uh, back after she stabs the guy. That's going to make it his turn. He sees he's outnumbered and surprised. He starts calling for his guard bot and he tries to back through the office door toward nine. Some through it, haven't we? Nat 20 on that strike save, j- just yanks a fucking tendrily mushroom out of the ground and steps backward. He uses the disengage action. Well, he doesn't get to disengage because I said so. Yeah. Yeah. It's just what he'd say. Yeah. Sorry, I mean, he only gets a whole uh, 30 feet away from the fight uh, toward nine. 
I mean, he didn't immediately get stabbed again by like six people. So good use. Frank, Frank goes and he tries to break free. Well, you God, it's going to be Robert all one? over again. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Contested strength, I imagine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That is a 16 plus two. Huh. He rolled 18 again. <laughs> oh, wait. Does that mean he wins then, right? No, man. You meet, you beat. I always give it to a player. Okay. And I don't think a salesman has a plus. No, he's got nothing. He's flat rolls all the way across, my guy. Number nine, it's your turn. He almost, like, you see, he kind of tries to wiggle out of his clothes. And then you just sort of re-grip and and plant firmly around his neck again. Hey, can you not? Just relax, okay? He pees himself. Okay, that's kind of gross. I just need you to help me find this paperwork. As soon as I get what I need, you can go. (laughs) He just keeps pointing at the desk. How do I unlock it? <laughs> he pulls out a key. That's what I thought. Okay, thank you. And I take the key and I open it up. There's just a bunch of carefully filed folders. They would be easy to grab and go with. Okay, I will take them. Is there anything else in here? I don't know what you're looking for. There's so much paperwork. Is there anything else you want to do with your turn? You said that guy walked in? Yeah. No, the Inquisitor has fully tried... Moved into the room. As he comes forward, he looks up to you and he goes, Where is my god? Where is my warforged? Oh, hi. Uh, I don't... I, I saw a lot of the men leaving because the building is on fire. I don't know where your warforged is. Roll deception. Eleven. Uh, yeah. He can't roll under a twelve. Uh, he looks at you and he says, I see. Uh, he's gonna go ahead and... You know, he's going to literally he's going to literally just turn and throw f- a fucking uh, desk ornament from the nearest desk at Nine's head. Uh, I, w- <laughs> I would like to move Frank to block that. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, it's a troll doll. There it is, yeah. you filthy casual. Yeah, it, it takes it, a whole it, new you... meaning when you are parrying with a filthy casual. You see, Frank is a button down man. He lives a very salesman like. He's got to present an image, but the one thing that Frank allows himself is his collection of snow globes. And this particular snow globe is one of his favorites. It's particularly large. It's got a beautiful scene on the inside, but it's also perfectly palm-sized and very heavy. And Frank regrets buying this snow globe because despite the fact that I was going to make it miss, I'm going to make it hit Frank. Because (laughs) fuck Frank. (laughs) And Frank gets domed and knocked unconscious because he is a comer. He has like four Fuck that guy. Because Frank Lee, fuck Frank Lee. Uh, Frank Lee goes limp in your grasp. You know, on the upside, it didn't break against his skull. So you still weapon. got that. No, I, I, hey, he still has the snow club when he wakes now up. Now you have a blunt weapon. Uh, I'm not allowed to act against the, anything else there, right? Yeah, you kind of already ransacked the, the thing, and I'm letting you block with Frank. Fuck it. That, that's going to yeah. be... Okay, that's fair. I blocked with Frank, and then once he became unconscious, I was going to say, can I just ragdoll him at this guy now? But <laughs> Yeah, as this, hap- as this happens, uh, the reason nobody has joined you is that the entanglement has kind of slowed uh, the others. Adair, it's going to be your turn as you see Kayleth dismisses the entanglement between you guys and the door. Adair doesn't care, because Adair can dash through shit and not give a fuck. He's out. Adair is on task. I mean, you still every time you... you- Start your turn there. You have to roll a save, but she dismisses it. You're oh, good. okay, okay. It was her turn before yours. It's gone. Uh, she dismisses it and turns to you, Aderu, and says, "All I need him to do is hold still for like one moment, and then I can catch him with the crystal." Whatever you need, Master Druid, as you wish. You're making this not fun. 
And Adheru could dash, but doesn't. And he bows very low, and backs out of the doorway, and then just, like, dervishes into a tackle into the back of this dude. Okay. <laughs> just Do it. Fucking Roll it. Flips 360 and spears a homie, because Adheru does a lot of things, and most of them are the spear. What, uh, what wrestler am I, Jeff? Uh, there's so many that do the spear. Bill Goldberg, Edge. Uh, the meanest spear might have been from Rhino, the gore. I mean, roll a save. We'll see whose spear you're using. Or roll that roll that athletics check. It's an athletics check, which is a, a strength-based check, which does that do you think? You have advantage on it. Okay, that's what I thought. That's what you're I was raging, to check. yeah. Deru feels like a Goldberg. You know, I, I can see him as a Goldberg. A little bit yeah. flashy, you know, like flashier than you expect him to be. <laughs> that's... I mean, you know, Goldberg's not actually flashy. He's just really strong. Yeah, no, it, it, yeah, it, and I would really wouldn't want to be hit with a spear from behind like he just <laughs> did because he didn't roll nearly good enough. Um, the mm -hmm. table in front of you nine breaks in half using um, the Inquisitor's face. The body of the Inquisitor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Adaru piles on top of him as so we're on our way to a wrestling. A wrestling goddamn campaign in no time. As we're you see a spearing people through tables. As you see a shifter, drop. Yeah, nine. As that happens, you see a shifter that you've never seen before. This female shifter with fiery red hair runs in along with a squirrel that is nearly the size of a Labrador, and jumps on top of the Inquisitor along with a Deru holding him down. They both, or as she calls over her shoulder, Kaelin, do it now. Uh, Darren, what's going on? Is this a friend? Nine, help us hold him. If you would. Okay. Uh, I, I am going... <laughs> I, I take Frank's body and I just put him on top of the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> and then I hold them both down like that. <laughs> Alright, I need all of y'all to roll that. Race slides in. One, two, three! <laughs> All right, I do need all of you to roll athletics, but seeing as he could not, despite all three, all you know, despite 19. I gave him three rolls, I don't know why I did, but none of them were above four. Um, Yay! Yeah. Why? There's technically four people holding him down. You should roll one more time. Yeah, oh, you, what if, oh, hold you on. have to roll for Frank. What if Frank leaves and won't he sticks oh, it? Oh man, of all the people to be thrown off, frankly, he gets hucked across the room and hits the wall. <laughs> <laughs> the Inquisitor, you guys hold him down. And Caleth runs up with this strange pinkish quartz stone, touches it to his temple, and you watch as a light flashes, blinding you guys all for just a second. And when you guys see again, there is no Inquisitor in front of you. But the stone is glowing from within. I didn't act fast enough. What was that? They take a step back, and as you guys begin speaking, this room is filling with smoke. It is such that uh, you see Squeak starts to pull on Ashlyn's like, leg. Oh, fuck. Ding uh, him. Well, Ding me, Ryan. God damn it. <sighs> Mitch's random fact. Ow! When you are in a building to prevent the spread of the fire and to keep things as safe as possible, you should close all doors as you exit. So, because this place is clearly outside of OSHA parameters, that's why there's so much damage. Remember, if you are ever in a building fire, close the doors, take the stairs, be safe. That is a life-saving, potentially, random fact. Yes. So thank you, Mitch. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm, that's a good That's a good random fact, everybody. Suffocate that fire, close them doors. Don't open them, because Backdraft. They made a whole movie about that one.
I mean, you have to open them at some point. And a straight but, to yeah. DVD sequel. Ideally, you don't. You let the fire department deal with that. As you talk to them, they both hop up and back away from you very quickly. Good question, Nine. Adair says, standing up and dusting himself off. What is that? How do I get one? It'd be looking very useful for what we'd be doing. You're working with an abomination. The abomination is named Nine. She prefers to be addressed as such. Rask, I don't think... Like, you could roll a check, you might get lucky, but I don't think Rask understands runic binding. Like, the, the, the runes or any, or any magic that might be imbued into this glass. I don't think you're an arcana kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, I don't think so. Let me double check. But point me... one is... Oh, point one is an arcana kind of guy, maybe. As point one starts carefully scratching away at certain runes, none of this is done particularly quick. You guys aren't aware that you need to rush. But you do start to hear people yelling about getting out of here, coming down through, like, echoing down the pipes. And as the runes start to get scratched out, uh, how do you go about freeing what's in this bottle? Um, so it looks like the glass is very thick, right? Yes. So not possible to just be broken with the pommel of a of a sword or something of that sort. I mean, eventually. Yeah, I mean, swing with hard enough, enough work I guess. over time. Swing hard enough, long enough, anything will break. Yeah. But... You've got one and two right there. Yeah, point... Yeah, no, they're helping yeah, already. Point one, <laughs> point one, the smart one, canonically, has been scratching wow. at runes. Has been scratching at runes. No, point one's the smart one, point two's the big one, but there's a book about it. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> So point one is scratching at runes, trying to remove key runes that are helping bind this thing and, like, temper the glass. Like, everything about it has been made stronger through at least a, a minor magic. Meanwhile, point two is down at the bottom level, hacking away at it with a hatchet. My man. You know what's hilarious? We don't need all of this, because I already made sure everybody had acid. So I just poured some acid on along all the runes. Okay. And all of the bindings of the jar... In whichever way it is, put some acid on that shit. Sure, you pour. And I had him a grenade. <laughs> or whatever explosive device Mitchell gave me. Okay, it was, it was I was gonna say, flasks. where did point one get a it grenade? Was, it, it was oil flasks. It was all oil, oil flasks. flasks. Cause I had a bunch of those. I, uh, like I said, I try to, I put the acid, and then I have them continue to go to work. And then point two says, what about this? And I go, fire won't help. You two continue to work here. Because the acid's doing its work, they're doing their work. That's what I can do for now. I quickly run into the other room and see if I can listen down the pipes to see what I can hear happening. Uh, yeah, you hear at by this point after you do all that, you don't hear anybody upstairs anymore. All you hear Good is test. like a low crackle of what sounds like fire. Uh, give me a perception check. Okay, yeah, that will be. Ooh, I have advantage. Oh-ho! 19. You hear something loud, sturdy, and wooden crack really loudly. It's the only thing that stands out from above. And you don't know what it could be, but it sounded like something very thick broke in half. Okay. Um, then I run towards the warehouse, and I use my, my super good eyes to see if I can see any exit from this underground warehouse, because these things didn't come in through that little secret door that's for sure these jars are big no 
So it looks like they had something, but it looks like they filled it in. Like it's not used anymore. They brought these all in in one go, maybe. Because it looks like there's a side of the wall that they just refilled in with dirt or caved in after they were done. They didn't want anybody to use it ever again. There is no way out. As you run around, do you take a look at the other bottles? Yeah, of course I do. So one of them, it looks like it's just fit. Like like a lot of the liquid has evaporated or disappeared from the insides. Like they stopped pumping in the liquid because you saw that there's like tubes that replenish on the yeah. on the main one. These are not connected to anything and, the, and a lot of it is dried out. One of them is just filled with mushrooms, like fungus has grown along the inside walls. It, but through that, it looks like you can see a very large, bulky figure that is resting amongst all of that, but it is not moving. Another one looks like some sort of weird spider wrapped up in uh, spider webbing. It's some sort of weird spidery person. Uh, another one is just this vaguely glowing light that flickers, but it, it looks like it's like like just like a what's a firefly with like slight lightning coming off of it in the okay. jar and it's hovering in the middle of the jar and then finally one is just filled with this black ooze okay and that's all of them that's all the ones yeah okay um they all have the apotheosis symbol on them yes um uh they're also go to... labeled in order reagent test 1 reagent test 2 reagent test 3 reagent test 4 okay I go up to the big hulking one with mushrooms and I knock on it. Dunk, 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 dunk. Uh, nothing moves. Uh, as you knock into it, though, it seems to be old and brittle and the glass breaks. And... Oh, I jump back. Yeah, there, it, uh, some gas escapes uh, You as you jump back. These, like, spores shoot out. And you see the strange mushroom face of what you might not know is a myconid. Uh, so it's a full-on okay. mushroom person. Does it move now? No, it's dead as fuck. Okay. Then I move to the next one. Uh, the next one's a spider person, and I saw much softer because I don't want to break it. Tap on it. Da, da, da. This what this thing is wrapped in the spider webbing, except for like one arm. When you tap on that one, one eye pops open, and it just starts leaping at the jar at the, in front of you, like scrabbling at it, trying to get at you, and it looks hungry, pissed off. I move on, cause that could get dangerous real quick if that. Glass is also fragile. You don't know, yeah. <laughs> I look at the, I look at the, the electric ball. Uh, it it looks like a little flickering light. Like I said, a uh, little like sparks come off of it occasionally, but like super faint, very small. Doesn't doesn't ring any bells as far as what it looks like. The other two, it's under. I understand it wouldn't be something I would normally see, but like I don't know. Looks like Voltorb, man. Uh, doesn't even look like Voltorb. Looks like a firefly, but with lightning. Roll Arcana. It doesn't even have... Ooh, that got all over when you get place. close, the light doesn't come from a corporal thing. It's just literally like a floating ball of... Of light, yeah. yeah. It's it's garbage. It's three. No idea. Yeah. And then the, that was the last one? When you touch it, it, sh it, you get a static shock if you touch that bottle. Yeah, I do. <clears throat> Ow! And he's water type, so it does extra damage. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's true. And then I look at the black ooze, and I don't even, like, approach it. I don't even touch that. I just, just go... Nope. I know many things that look like black ooze. Like, I think even Reyesk has heard of things that look like black ooze, and he doesn't want to fuck with it. As you get close to it, you see that the black ooze is moving. It is it is moving around in there. Yeah. Mug. Could be a grimer. It's a very Pokemon-centric episode. I have essentially invented the Pokeball for my world. It's true. Uh, this is obviously the computer system where you store your Pokemon. 
<laughs> this is the Pokey Center. This is a Pokey Center. This is Bill's PC. Uh, so I, I rush up, back up, uh, now knowing there's no other exit than the one exit, and I, I say, Do you know what those were? Speaking to, uh, Barack. Those were the other subjects brought here in their efforts to create a better, faster, cheaper health potion. Yes. Lucky me. I was the best. Do you know what kind of creatures they were? There's a mushroom creature. Some type of spider creature. All beings of the material plane seem the same to me. I'm not certain. The glowing orb of lightning is from the material plane. No. There is a being of elemental energy. What's left of it? It might survive if you freed it. But it is very weak. Would it hurt me if I freed it? Certainly. I just want to quickly roll an insight. It's not going to be great, but I just want to get a feeling. 13. I feel like Ferox being honest about this, like it will kill me. Yeah, no, uh, that's, it's not a great roll, but you definitely don't feel like there was any dishonesty in any of that. Okay. Uh, you get the idea that anything in those jars is either starving or pissed off. Like, neither. Right, like Ferox is. Yeah. What's it? Do you know anything of the black ooze? Perhaps. There are some from where I come from that are similar. If it is the subject lose, if he freed it would do what loses do. Consume. I don't think it cares much for where it is. Either way. I don't think it cares about anything. Then it shall stay, as it seems, freeing any of them other than you put my life at risk. You are the lucky one today, Frock. I am indeed. It seems that your friend is almost through the glass. As you hear a crack, finally, and yeah. a splinter goes up as the integrity of the glass breaks and some of the liquid starts to shoot out. As soon as the liquid, like, hits the air, it vaporizes. It starts to turn into, like, a weird green steam. A duck, because that means it goes up. Thank God. I thought we were yeah. going to drown. Okay. <laughs> It starts I mean, to fill the room, not. though, very rapidly. Point one and point you, two. I don't care about anybody else. <laughs> point, one and point, point one and point two, run away, run away, and you smell an acrid smell in the air. You do not think it'll be safe to stay in this room. Yeah, I duck low as soon as it, as soon as it vaporizes and starts rising, as vapor does. I duck low to be under the vapor, unless it's heavy vapor. I, whatever it takes. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Avoid and the I gas. Move, yeah, I avoid the gas and I move out of the room. You watch the cracks spread and the vapor fill the room and point one and point two immediately move away because even the brief moment they got touched by it you watch their metal that makes up some of their their arms corrodes from the touch they gain a layer of rust or patina they run away yeah yeah i reach out for them so that i can pick them up off the ground as you smell i need you to roll a fortitude save as the gas enters the room as cracks continue to form, you are pretty sure you don't need to do anything else to free this creature. Yeah, I'm already on my way out of the room. 14. You start coughing, but you grab up point one and point two, and you make it to the other side of the room to the ladder again. Yeah. What do you do? I, I yell back, I go, This space is too dangerous for us. Can you make it? Who are you talking to? Barack. Oh. Who sh- who's, should, as the cracks are, should be able to communicate better. Yes. I'm almost free. You may want to get out of the way. Follow my presence 
It's the exit. And I move and I pop out the, the trap door knowing that like what carnage is up here will be nothing compared to whatever carnage may come carnage may come from this. Like Reyesk, as you head up the ladder, the last glimpse you see through this gathering fog. I do try to take a peek at him before he pops out, or as he pops out if I can. Something unfurls from within the broken remains of the glass canister. And as it unfurls, you seem to get the idea that it is maybe upwards of 16 feet tall as it stands up from what may have been a crouched position. And from its back, you see uncurling from around behind it a second set of arms, but these do not end in the large hand that pressed against the glass. These end in what you can almost be certain of, despite the haze, was some sort of giant claw. What? And then the fog covers everything and you have to get out. You can't get any more of a look. Yeah, that's it. I wait at the top. It's a moose. I bust through that. I bust through the trap door with point one and point two in tow. I'm, I'm sure they're holding on to me at this point. And I, I step back from the trap door with it open. And I take a quick look around, being pretty sure that there's nobody here because I couldn't hear anybody early. Mm-hmm. Um, what do I see as I take my quick look around? Fire. It's, yeah, it's there is a there is a fire that is trying to burn itself out. It has created a lot of smoke. You can't see great because haze is starting to move through. Uh, you can't see more than like, let's say, thirty five feet in front of you. Yeah, you, you lose sight of of things. It starts to get really smoky. The mm-hmm. middle of the room, though, you see this blaze on the carts and the and the uh, the conveyor Belts. belt. Conveyor yeah, belt, the belt. Yeah. That snakes through the room. You see that they have moved everything they could away that they could save from being burned has been pushed against the walls. And other than that, though, it's a ghost town. It seems that everybody has left, except for you hear a scuffle up in the offices. I hear something happening up up towards where I know the offices are, but I probably can't really see it. I look at point one and point two, and I go, That's likely where, where the rest of the team is. Go. I must see this pipe through. What do you bloody mean it calls itself nine? Nobody cares. We're going to take our prize and go. Thank you, Ateru. I will tell the circle that you helped. I'm sure they'll appreciate to know that you're still willing to help us. Ateru, who are these people? These are what others would be calling me Ken Nine. These are the other shifters that are broken circle. And this one fancy themselves a druid now. I'm the first shifter druid. Why do I care to tell you? I, I thought you were a druid. They will be. Ashlyn snorts at that. And she and she, then she tugs at Kayla that says, come on, we've got it, let's go. What have you got? And she holds up, she holds up the crystal. One inquisitor. Why do you need an inquisitor? Yes, what will we be doing with it? Is this something useful if we can collect more? She starts to open her mouth and literally Ashlyn just grabs her by her, by her jaw and turns her toward the door. No! And they start heading out toward the way they came in. They leave that big office that you, fu- that you uh, broke the desk in. Back to the original office. Do you do anything? Uh, no. Then they no, leave. I'm gonna, let them, I'm gonna let them do their thing. Nine, grab as many papers as we can. You watch them climb out the window. The druid that known as Kalith apparently turns into an eagle again, holding the stone in its talons, and they fly out the window. Grog said he needed paperwork. Let us see what we can get for him, yes? I've got a whole stack of folders right here. Then let us let us go before we be caught in this bullshit any longer. And there just, like, grabs a bunch and leaves with nine. I, I do think we did a lot more than we needed to. Rask, as you get over to the stairs, you see the Warforged unit in a 
Just a heap? I don't go over to the stairs. You just send point one and point two? Yes. Okay. I sent them. I said I have unfinished business. I need to see this thing come out. Okay. Uh, yeah, so you send them over there. They are quickly Sorry, swept up. As, as you guys meet point one and point two at the bottom of the stairs, there you guys quickly sweep each other up and see each other again. Hey, where's Rance? Nine, what happened here? And uh, there it points at the Warforged puddle. Oh, help me take that back. Sure. Come on. Of course. Risk. Back down. Yeah, there's the water. Tubes and things and all kinds of stuff. He knows everything is on fire and that he is muted, yes? <laughs> I didn't go back down, to be clear. I uh, okay. I waited at the trap door. Yeah, so if you guys come down and move forward like a handful of feet, you see him come uh, out of the smoke. Like We you start guys... dragging the Warforged. He's over here. He's <laughs> Let's get this time to move, friend. Things are coming down. Yes, I know. I'll be all right. Go, go. No, we need to go. I have a favor I need to see completed. Leave him. His cremation if you choose it. I will survive. I'll leave before I'm at risk. Okay, back at your bodies. I need Adaru and Rask to roll fortitude saves as the smoke gets is very thick. Fuck yeah, that's a number I roll on dice. Oh yeah. Hell Fuck yeah, yeah. I rolled that dice so good. I rolled that dice so good. I'm so good at that dice. You don't even need to ask what I rolled on that dice. You do good on that one. You are a barbarian. Really? That should be like you're the good thing. 18. 15. Oh, and I also start ducking as the smoke is probably. Yeah, so I'm you tall, guys. So I need to. I'll, I'll go all the way down to slinking. Like, you know what I'm saying? He pulls the Adairu and melts. Yeah, you guys yeah. cough. You guys duck low and you cough up a little bit, but you're fine. But as you get low, one thing you guys do notice when you duck your head a little lower is that coming from where he's standing, the trap door that he came out of. You see this green mist coming up. Adairu just pulls his face cover over his face and drags faster. I yeah, and I I go go go! Don't let don't let the green mist touch you. And I back up from it, but I don't walk away. I still want to be an eye shot. Okay. I can st- see within thirty feet at this stage. Uh, you guys start to hear a loud crumbling and banging, like something is underneath your feet and is destroying everything around it. You hear the sound of what is unmistakably the metal pipe wrenched and bent that point one and point two used to climb down. And after that, after a couple of heavy thuds, you hear the sound of a wall collapse. And midway, as you drag, right as you drag the Warforged across the center of the... It is coming down. Yeah, as you drag the, the Warforged over the center of the floor, you see it sink two feet, as if something that was holding it up is no longer there. It doesn't quite cave in, but it looks like it's heading that way. Risk, as we've said, you do have this strange understanding of floor plants, and you realize that this thing is starting from the ground up with its destruction. Yes, it appears to be destroying its way up, which is ludicrous. Mm-hmm. Um, as a as a person who knows things about stuff. Absolutely insane. No plan. No plan whatsoever. Um, who goes into a, an op without a plan? <laughs> Not you. You guys make it to the other yeah, side. We always at, have several plans we don't follow. From the other side, Adaru yells at you to get out. Adaru and Nine, you go outside where you see the rest of the crew just sort of standing there like they're, you know, it's a fire drill. They expect it to be over has, soon. Has Reyes started moving yet? No. There uh, I see that I see the ground is starting to cave in. Um, does it look like? Uh, I'm gonna ask you. Does it look like if I wait, I could still see it pop out from the caved-in ground? 
just keep waiting if you want. Just to clarify exactly my plan, I'm gonna <gasps> as much clean air as I can from as low as I can, then bolt up the stairs and jump through one of the up upstairs windows because I know there's a bunch of people out there that cannot fucking see me. Yeah, you, you did not come in the way they did. It would oh, be right, weird right, for you right. to appear. Yeah, yeah. No, I get mm -hmm. that. You wait another moment, Risk. Just handle it moment by moment. It's more fun. You wait another moment, and yes, the floor caves in, and now there's this big gap you would need to jump if you were to even join your friends. Do you let Aderu know your intent? I feel like that's the yeah. real question. Aderu yeah. basically gets to the door, turns around, Rask isn't there, and heads back in if Rask is, if Rask isn't immediately behind him, which we know he's not. Right. Uh, as soon as, as if, if you start, like, yelling, or if you don't make any noise until you come into sight, as soon as I know you're there, I go, Go, I have another exit! Aderu just says, you're stupid! And leaves. Yes! Because I can't get to him anyway, so there's nothing I, I can't help. Nine. You you make it to the big uh, garage door that lets everything into the loading bay. You're dragging the Warforged. Uh, one last question. Did anybody have Frank? No. Oh, man. Poor no. Frank. I'm going to pass by Frank on that. my way out. <laughs> yeah, he I know you ain't going to get him. So... <laughs> I don't know, is he groggy and he asks for help? I guess I'm really altruistic today. You see everybody milling around and uh, just sort of waiting, and they hear the the, the, the banging, the collapsing. Uh, behind Aderu, the, the floor starts to sink in and collapse everywhere. Another, you assume another wall must come down below because another section of the floor starts to go, and this time you see that it carries over to the east side in the toward the door that everyone has escaped from you see that that side of the building fully sinks so you expect that that whole wall that whole side of the factory is going to collapse next risk if that wall collapses it's going to get real dangerous for you to be where you are uh it doesn't look like it's coming up until it's ripped out every wall that's holding up the basement there when he gets outside takes a couple deep ragged breaths and stands up and says has anyone seen frank no he was with the Inquisitor in his... Oh, no. Frank! Um... Did you really just lose your Inquisitor and your lead production engineer? Hey, fuck the Inquisitor, man. All he does is hassle us. Frank's all right. We need to come up with a story, or your ass is going to be hot. Uh... Right now? <laughs> and then Jerry just says, Are you waiting for this to calm down? And just points at the building as, like, the wall collapses again. <laughs> Yeah, as the left side just totally collapses in front of them. Rask, what do you do? You realize this place is coming down, my guy. I, I, yeah, yeah, I realize that it's going to come down before he comes out, before he's visible. And, I, and I'm, uh, you know, I squint my eyes, I grit my teeth, and go, fuck! And I, and I start sprinting up the stairs to pop out one of those windows. As you run up, it's the same window that the druids left, but as you run, you do hear a sick, weak cough from the office next to it. Let it go. Let Help. him go. Hey! Somebody there! Help! I'm trying to think if Reyes helps. Roll it. Okay. When in doubt, roll it out. What do you think? What, what are we thinking? Like you said, I he's, he won't. he's strangely think... altruistic today. High for favorable results, my man. Um, alright. On behalf of Frank, high or low, Jay? Foo. Low, low, low. Please help. Low and slow. Ooh. 19 is what I rolled. Oh. Oh, Frank. So I hear him coughing. I stop for a second. Frankly, it's just not your day. And then I... What? 
and I burst out the window. Uh, as you as you jump out the window, you're, you 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 swing out and then clasp onto the side of the wall and start to like get down carefully. But you realize that this wall starts to sink, and you've got to kick off to get away from it. And you yeah, go ahead and roll me an acrobatics check as you have to fall the last thir- 15 feet and get away from the wall as it starts to collapse. Acrobatics, I'm pretty good at 17. The wall buckles, caves in, you do a little tumble, you rolled good, so you're only gonna take four damage. Sick. As you hit the ground in a bit of a roll, luckily you were on the opposite side of everyone waiting for the fire to end. They were thinking that maybe it would peter out and they'd have to get back to work and, you know, clean up. But they don't have to worry about that as Krakakola crumbles. A giant plume of smoke and dust shoots into the air as it goes down. I want to be very, be paying very close attention to this rubble, this dust, every bit of it. I'm like sunk low in, because you said it was a big field, sunk low in this grass, hoping to still kind of remain hidden, but I'm still looking to see what the fuck this was. What do you guys do amidst the uh, the men? They are they all stand as, as you watch the rest of Krakakola fall over. You just see a lot of the guys like, oh shit, I'm gonna need a new job. Fuck. I, I, uh, I, I whispered to Adaru. I think, I think we delayed the audit. Adaru just doesn't turn, but just leads in. We'll do war forge in the carts and go, 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 go. And just like brushes Nine off to load the war forge and the cart we're stealing. Cause we make it out, baby. As you and uh, Nine move to just sort of surreptitiously get the fuck out while everyone's in chaos and freaked out. Can you guys roll me a couple of perceptions? Rask, I need you to roll a perception with disadvantage. Sweet, that just means flat perception, because I already get advantage. Sure. Uh-huh. Ryan has such a happy look on his face. I got a 17 plus one. Man. I got a 13. I got a 17. I even had advantage. So, Nine, you as you get the Warforged in and you start to push uh, away, it's not sight. It's not sound. It's not smell. You feel a tremor that seems to be emanating away from you. Like, you're on the outer edge of something moving underneath the ground. Reyes, you've got your eyes peeled. You're trying to get a glimpse of this thing. And you realize that however powerful this thing was, and no matter what they intended for that old tunnel, he apparently was capable of clearing it out. As underneath all of the men who work at Krakakola, dust explodes. The ground erupts. And from the ground comes out a... 16-foot-tall, horned, angry, Glabrazoo demon. Mm. Made friends with a demon. Poor choice. I would like to use the moment that you said I could use at some point during the heist, where we call back to something we planned for very, very early on. You already used You want to do a flashback? Fuck! <laughs> uh, story point, he didn't. You got story, yeah, you do have story points. What do you want? Use your story point. And, uh, the, the plan was when we made our escape, we would all act in concert. And Nadero holds out a lit piece of tinder, and we all light our oil flasks and throw them over our shoulder out of the back of the cart <laughs> as we leave as a diversion. God damn it. Well, guys, he used the story point. He cannot make you guys do anything, I don't, but... I don't know if I want to do that, Adaro. <laughs>
that as the dirt collapses, before the dirt hits the ground, three men are in severed halves. Do I recognize that as a demon? Roll Arcana. I don't have much for Arcana here. This, oh, 16 though. Hulking beast that stands 16 feet tall. It's face like some sort of weird skinless goat, horns jutting from the back of its head. And from its back come incredibly large claw ending arms. On the front of it are two human-like hands that it uses to hold people up, throw them into the claws as you witness what it's doing. You rolled a 16. That's a demon. You've recently been told a little bit about demons. You don't know what it is, but you're guessing that that's a demon. What kind of demon again? Because I want to I wanna have I an mean, it, that, that means nothing to Reyes. I can't believe he said that it's a gabagool demon. A gabagool demon. It is a gabagool demon, because I don't know if that's a TSR fucking Wizards of the Coast thing. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to be able to see it. It is terrifying. It is yeah. the gobbledygook. It is very large. There's one more thing about it. It is like a solid, deep, dark red color. In the sunlight, even in the sunlight, you see that its skin is covered with these fissury cracks that look a lot like those things you fought in the Null Cave, which also solidifies the idea that this thing may be a demon, and maybe so were those. Okay. Uh, well... Boreas doesn't know anything about demons in general. Yeah, I don't know anything about demons, just that they are, and that usually bad, I guess. I mean, it's a demon. Yeah. I'm a fucking demon. I'm a, it's a fucking demon. When I see it, and realize it's a demon, I go, fuck. Do you guys do anything as the men scream and come Absolutely under attack not. from a viciously angry, vengeful creature of the void? Oh, I just get the fuck out of there, just to be clear. After I've seen it, I get the fuck out of there so fast. I don't know, Jay. I don't know. I would like... I'm, we're running. We're running away. It's, it feels very bad. I don't like it. Ah, I googled Adair, it and I don't like it. Let's Adair go. Adair does the most rational thing humanly possible. And he pulls out his sword and goes, "Sup, bro? Thoughts?" And then and then I hit Adaru over the head <laughs> and we go. Uh, you 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 get a flash of communication from the sword. Your thoughts needs to be destroyed. You should run. Adair just takes the sword, raises it up over his head, and slaps the ox on the ass, <laughs> the flat side of it. Spanks the ox. Let's get this cart moving. Krakakola was one of the most important companies in Santitas as far as revenue and also for the primacy in general. They created healing potions mainly for the military, but they were mass producing things on a large level. But as it turns out, there may have been something dark in the bottle. Reyes, you stealth away. You meet back up with the guys like a block later as they as they just fucking bone out. And as you guys are heading back into the heart of Santitas, maybe to go meet back up with Finbagi, in the direction that you saw Finbagi go, Reyes, you found out from Foe the other day, that's where the Inquisitor's office is. And there's smoke behind you, but there's also a tower of smoke coming from it as well. Fuck.
Hey, Tavern Goers. Thanks again for listening to Torchlit Tavern. Today's tale featured Mitchell Travis as Etheru, Jeffrey Lisk as Rayask, Ryan Santos as Number Nine, and Jameson Oxford as the Dungeon Master. You can follow us and interact with us on Twitter at Torchlit Tavern, or email us with any of your most pressing questions at torchlittavern at gmail.com. You can also find our entertainers on the streets of twitch.tv slash torchlittavern, yelling obscenities at passersby. If you enjoyed our tale, you can tip your storytellers as you leave the tavern, which you can do via patreon.com backslash torchlittavern. Every little bit helps, and those who tip well and often can find themselves privy to an extra story or two, jokes, or maybe even a bit of hidden lore. Our story continues to grow all the time, and though we have no designs on a vast empire, your help is always appreciated. Our theme music for this campaign was designed by the bard, Brett Eagleston. Get his music at bretteagleston.bandcamp.com or find links for all his projects by following Bread Eagles on Twitter. This episode was edited and produced by Jameson Oxford and Ryan Santos. Other music and sound effects are provided by Epidemic Sound with help from freesound.org. And if you should find yourself surrounded by eager ears and attentive listeners, remember to tell good stories. I want this on recording. Okay. I rolled stealth as we escape violently through this, like, vehemently through Why the do city. you tell me things that I already know? Yeah, but I rolled a nat 20. Oh, okay. So that can't so go away. So later, when you don't remember what Jeff rolled, and I say, Jeff rolled a nat 20, it's corroborated. He did roll a nat 20. Sure. I rolled sure. a nat 20 on that. For sure. All right, I we was got, so stoked I gotta, about I gotta it. I gotta end it. Let's clap out.